we are making progress. We're not there yet. This is a very complex agreement and we are going to continue working at it. As we've said from the outset, our objective in these talks is to update and modernize NAFTA in a way that is good for Canadians, good for Americans, and good for Mexicans. We know that a win-win-win agreement is within reach, and that's what we're working towards. You are going to hear that a lot in the next little while. That is, of course, Christia Freeland, who has uh, earned her pay over the last, uh, well, over the last couple of years. <laughs> Let's be honest, she's been busy and uh, likely feeling a little tired, whether I agree with her politics or not. She has, in fact, had a hell of a, of a last few days. Um, but we're going to hear that a lot because that's the official messaging coming out of the prime minister's office. You know, no bad deal, only a good deal, a win, win, win for all. But there's no question it's not a good day. We go back to the table on Wednesday, but we are far apart. And while the president says, I'm not budging, no concessions here, our prime minister says he's also not making concessions. For now. I want to bring in someone who would know what they're talking about. Cindy Togham Cherniak joins me. She is a trade lawyer with Lixage. Um, Good to have you here on this Friday night of what has been an incredibly busy news day. What was your uh, takeaway from today? Well, uh, when we spoke last, I said we weren't going to have a deal today, mm-hmm. and we don't have a deal today. It's going to take a little bit longer. It is going to take a lot longer, okay, because there was a lot of dramatics, especially, you know, we woke up this morning and kind of heard these tinges of optimism that, you know, we're getting there. And then by midday, this really explosive leak comes out uh, with com- you know comments that Mr. Trump apparently said off the record. They got somehow on the record of a different publication and they came out. A lot of people are making a lot about it, but he says he's not going to make con- concessions. I don't think that's all that surprising. That's what he he does for his country. It's what he's been saying all along, and he was, he's been signaling for a while that he wasn't going to make concessions. It was his way and what he wants, and he was expecting Canada to just give in, uh, and we are where we are. A lot of accusations that he uh, th- that that was proof he is bargaining in bad faith, which is a really great talking point for the prime minister's office because they can spin that to say, hey, look, we're here, we're doing our thing, but it's very clear that Mr. Trump is not bargaining in bad faith. Is he bargaining in bad faith? Where are you on this? I, I'm still waiting for information to decide whether or not there's bad faith or not bad faith. I think that uh, President Trump is speaking to his base. For him, it's all about optics. And when we spoke last, I, I said uh, he will take opportunities to uh, make Prime Minister Trudeau look bad mm-hmm. and uh, Ms. Freeland as well, make, make the Canadian team look bad. He wants the Canadians to believe that um, they have messed up this file. And uh, I anticipated that there would be drama. And so th- this did not surprise me. No, but there's politics, no question, being played on both sides. And so one of the things, you know, that is obviously a very big sticking point is this Chapter 19 and the whole issue of supply management. And Trump is not going to get off of that thing. And and Mr. Trudeau uh, seems pretty defiant that he is also not going to back down on supply management. Do you think he has a choice? I don't think he has a choice. I think that uh, there has to be concessions in terms of market access. So everyone thinks that what President Trump's asking for is for Canada to do away with supply management. That's not the case, uh, because if we did away with supply management, then everybody else 
would have access to the Canadian market, including the Europeans and the uh, Australians and the New Zealand, New Zealanders. What President Trump wants is American farmers to have uh, preferential access to the Canadian market, and that is what he's negotiating to get, and we're going to have to put concessions on the table. Yeah, I think that's um, quite clear. When do you get the sense that this thing will wrap up? I mean, Trump sent a notice of intention to Congress today uh, of his intention to enter a trade agreement with Mexico and with Canada if it is willing and in a timely manner to meet the high standards for free, fair and reciprocal trade contained therein. Is anything troubling to you in that statement? It's actually not troubling uh, per se because I kind of put the calendar out in front of me. And 90 days from today mm-hmm. is the end of November. Right. The end of November is after the midterms. Well, President Trump needs this agreement before the midterms so that he could, can tell Wisconsin and other states where uh, there are districts that are up for Republican um, elections. Mm-hmm. Um, he wants the Republicans to win. He wants... The Republican, the GOP electorate, to come out and vote for Republican candidates on the basis that he negotiated this wonderful agreement for them, and you have to have a Republican in Congress in the Senate for this to get passed. So he needs the agreement sometime in October, as opposed to the end of November. And Canada should know that he's going to be more willing to grant us concessions in October than he is today, because he needs to be able to go to his base with the message that he wants to take to the, the, you know, the, the base that are, is the farmers. Right. And so what happens then? Do you get, do you get the sense that he'll just keep kind of, uh, you know, dropping the hint that auto tariffs are coming? I mean, you know, instability in the marketplace is not great for business. The dollar got hit today. You know, we've got businesses here, certainly in the steel and aluminum industries that are already being hit, but they're trying to be patient and uh, kind of keep keep the cool as we watch things unfold. But there's no question. I mean, it's hurting us the longer this goes on. It is hurting us. And I think that um, for the month of September, there's going to be the drama. So rattles, it, yeah. it, it will, it will saber rattling. Mm-hmm. However, uh, it's not going to be in President Trump's interest to impose auto tariffs in October because there are various districts where there are auto companies who, and auto workers who really don't want to have these tariffs put in place against Canada. It will impact on the supply chain. It will impact on their paychecks. So it's a threat that can happen in September, but come October, that threat won't be um, as effective, and it may harm him more than it harms us. So given your expertise in the field, are you optimistic is this just a matter of play the game, be patient, or do you, you know, do you think we're out of the woods yet? I don't think we're out of the woods yet, but I think that there is room for concessions. And so long as the Canadian negotiators, who are great, remain at the table, remain working hard, and so long as what Christian Friedland has said is correct, that Robert Lighthizer, so the U.S. Trade Representative, is coming to the table in good faith and negotiating in good faith, we probably can get a lot done um, bilaterally with the United States and with, with Mexico to have a good trilateral agreement. Mm-hmm. But, 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 yeah. we, but as soon as we start negotiating in public, mm-hmm. 
um, then all bets are off because we're going to have hurt feelings and we're going to have President Trump getting upset with something that Canada said and it, the negotiation will go off the rails. Yeah, so in other words, don't be stupid on Twitter because he is thin enough skinned um, that he will push back because I, I, I don't think it's a secret. He does not like the prime minister and I don't think it's a secret that they don't like uh, Christian Freeland and, and they seem to be seen as an irritant. But again, uh, I don't think we have the... Um, luxury of being cheeky here or even mouthy? No, I don't. But I don't think we have to be because there are a lot of areas still to be negotiated. Let's work hard. Let's get at the table. Let's bring forward great ideas and great proposals and possible compromise positions that are a win-win for everybody. And by the time we get into October, we have one month to get to October, and then the political dynamic is going to change somewhat. Right. But it is interesting because uh, Ms. Freeland sends out a tweet today saying, you know, the, the focus remains squarely on workers, families and businesses, which is a, a bit different than the progressive platitudes that we've been hearing about, you know, uh, gender equality and blah, 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 that I think got them into trouble in the first place. And I think the focus is, the, you know, the workers and the economy and jobs, both in the United States and in Canada. This, this is about jobs. This is about uh, bringing back manufacturing and finding a better way for manufacturing to occur uh, in both countries. In your gut, do you get the sense that we will end up with a bilateral deal? I was speaking with a MP Lisa Raitt uh, a little bit earlier, and, and she feels in her gut that we're going to end up with a bilateral deal at the end of this. It's really hard to say. We do have the new Trans-Pacific Partnership Agreement where Canada and Mexico are parties to an updated agreement. Um, but I'm still hoping that we will have uh, NAFTA under a new name. Right. And just before I let you go, when we hear this spin, you know, no deal is better than a bad deal. Is that true? Uh, no. No deal is not better than a, a bad deal. It depends how bad the deal right. is. Um, so there is a degree of bad. And just because we don't get everything we want, uh, it's not necessarily a, a deal that shouldn't be agreed to. It all, it all comes down to what's in it and what's not in it. Yeah. Well, stay tuned. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. That is uh, Cindy Togham Cherniak, who's uh, clearly, all these trade lawyers, very, very busy. But um, she's not panicking. She's not panicking. But got to keep our nose to the grindstone, you know.